Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, 13th November, 2022. Our bit today comes from Psalm 34, verse 17, and that says, The righteous cry, and the Lord hear it, and deliver them out of all their troubles. Come, friends and fellow believers, it's time to gather and worship our wonderful God, sing his praises, and offer up thanksgiving on this his day for all that he's done for us. And all God's people said, Praise the Lord, praise his holy name, for he's a God of goodness and love. And indeed he is, but those are just two of his many attributes, all of which mark him as the most powerful being in the universe. And today's song of worship celebrates that awesome power. The song is titled, The Anchor Holds, and has a very interesting and touching story behind it. Apparently, in 1992, the writer Lawrence Tuning and his wife were having a rough time. He called it their year of sorrows. His father died. He was a burned out pastor in a church that was having some problems. And then his wife had her third miscarriage. In light of all that, disappointment and depression, he took a sabbatical for six months and just ended up playing the piano all the time while talking to God. Eventually, he found himself creating the song. Sometime later, he was talking to the singer Ray Bolts and told him about the rough times and the song the Lord had given him. Ray decided to record the song and remodeled it into what it is today. It was released in 1995 and has since become a favorite of those who are undergoing sadness and loss. So let's raise our voices in sacrificial praise as we do our version mid-tempo, soulful and heartful, sorry, soulful and heartfelt, leaving no doubt as to our sincerity. Singing, I have journeyed through the long dark night, out on the open sea, by faith alone, sight unknown, and yet his eyes were watching me. The anchor holds, though the ship is battered. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. I've fallen on my knees as I face the raging seas, but the anchor holds in spite of the storm. I've had visions, I've had dreams, I've even held them in my hands. But, oh Lord, I never knew they would slip right through. Oh, my Jesus, like they were only grains of sand. The anchor holds, though, the ship is battered. The anchor holds, though the sails are torn. I've fallen on my knees as I face the raging seas, but the anchor holds in spite of the storm. And, oh, I've been young, but I'm older now. Thank the Lord, and there's been beauty that these eyes have seen. But it was in the night, through the storms of my life. Oh, that's where God proved his love for me. The anchor holds, though my ship is battered. The anchor holds, 
though my sails are torn, and I have fallen on my knees as I face the raging seas, but the anchor holds in spite of the storm. Yes, friends, the anchor holds in spite of the storm. Thank you, Jesus. I've fallen on my knees as I face the raging seas, but the anchor holds in spite of the storm. Yes, the anchor holds in spite of the storm. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> now, isn't that a soul-stirring piece of music? It certainly is. And I know that many of us have experienced that same kind of heartache and sadness and have made it through only because of God's good grace. Believe me, there is indeed life after the storm and the anchor does hold with Jesus operating it. And why should it not, eh? when he's the master of the storm? That was miraculously borne out when he and the disciples were crossing the Sea of Galilee and a storm of hurricane-like proportions rose upon them. The boat began taking in water and the disciples were deathly afraid. But Jesus slept quite calmly in the stern of the boat while the wind howled and the sea raged all around them. But when the disciples couldn't handle, it, handle their fear any longer, they awakened him saying, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this? Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? And that all of that comes, my people, from Mark 4, verses 38 to 41. But my brethren, we know the answer to that question is quite simple. The winds and the waves obeyed Christ because he was the one who created them in the first place. And unlike the disobedient creation called humans, Mother Nature steadfastly obeys her creator. Now, we like to cry down the disciples for their apparent lack of faith, but we must remember that they were young, inexperienced men, some of them possibly still teenagers, and most likely couldn't even swim. And I wish to point out that many of us would behave the very same way if we were in a boat on a stormy sea with Jesus today. I've experienced a hurricane and a raging storm out on Lake Ontario. And though I had faith and could swim, I was still afraid in both instances because the situations were so terrible. It seemed like only a matter of time before you went under. It is important, though, that when we get into stormy situations, both literal and figurative, that we keep our faith strong, even when things seem hopeless. For while there is life, there is always hope in and with Jesus. Now, here are a few scriptures to help us to do just that. And the first one comes from Psalm 34. The Lord hears the righteous. So please read with me these marvelous and encouraging words of Brother David. He says, 
the righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh or near unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite or crushed spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. And that's taken from Psalm 34, verses 17 to 20. And friends, if that doesn't buoy your spirit, then listen to this verse from Cousin Saul's overflowing reservoir of wisdom, where he says, For a just man falleth seven times, and riseth again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief, that stumble into calamity. And that comes from Proverbs 24, 16. And it's what, sorry, that is what's expected of us, friends, for us to get up each time we fall, to never give up. And we'll end with this most appropriate scripture from Psalm 145. More encouraging words of Brother David. This time he says, The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear or reverence him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserveth all them that love him, but all the wicked will be will he destroy. And that comes from Psalm 145, 18 to 20. Yes, my fellow saints, it is up to us to have scriptures stored in our hearts so that when troubles arise, we can raise them up and keep our faith strong and steadfast. Because that's when we truly become mature Christians. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Fear will attack us all, but strong faith will repel it every time. And that's the gospel truth, my people. Fear can't stand up to faith, no way, no how. But we got to raise up that faith in us, that faith that Jesus placed there with all the fruit of his spirit and all the other promises. We got to believe them and keep that faith, know our scriptures, and raise them up when fear comes against us. And this Sunday morning, we pray in his mighty name that we'll get out there and do all of that because we know it's what expect what is expected of us. And we pray it all in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Sunday, my people. Much love.